Lord. Amen. Glory to God. Uh, I want to give a special shout out to my dad, uh, even though he's living in South Florida. But I thank God for a lot. Of, um, he's a he's a good dad, and um, I got a lot a lot of chastisement when I was a kid, you know. But I learned a lot. So and I learned a lot from my dad. Amen. He taught me how to treat a woman and everything, and I'm doing exactly the same thing. And also, I want to thank all the men that are serving our country that were not able to be here to be with their families. We appreciate you for serving your country. I hope and pray that um, you can uh, you can say Happy Father's Day or see your family. Uh, you know, online by Zoom or however they want to do it. So we want to say Happy Father's Day to all of you. Amen. So let's pray. Father, we want to thank you, Lord God, because this is the day that you have made. We shall rejoice and be glad in it. And Father, we want to thank you, Lord God, because this is a Father's Day. We honor all the fathers, Lord God, for the w even the ones that are serving our country. We appreciate everything that they're doing while they're serving our country. We thank you, Lord God. We keep them lifted up in prayer, Lord. Keep them, keep them, keep them with peace, Lord God, and strength during this time, Lord God, as they're serving our country. And, Father, we just want to thank you and we praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. Okay, today is Father's Day, and I pray and hope that you're going to do something for your father. Um, a lot of the times, you know, Father's like, you know, you don't have to do anything for me because you guys done so much for me. You've been there for me. So that's okay, but still do something for your father. Even though he says no, you can go out and get him some gift cards to different restaurants. Uh, even uh, you can give him gift cards at Lowe's or Home Depot or something like that, you know. Um, but, you know, if your father said don't do anything for me, but I'll tell you one thing, your father will accept cash. Amen. He will accept, well, I, I don't know what to get you. Now here's some cash. Here's, here's $100. Go get what you want. Fine. You know, that's that's uh, that's what you should do. You know, if you don't know where to get your father for Father's Day, guess what? Give him cash, and he will take cash just like that. Okay? So, a father is a male parent of a child besides the parental bonds of a father to his children. The father may have a parental or legal or social relationship with the child that carries with it concerns, rights, or oblig and obligations. An adoptive father is a male who has become the child's parent through the legal process of adoption. Amen. So today, today's message is fatherless homes, homes without a father. Now, this is not for the fathers who have passed away when you were young, um, this is not for that. This is not for the message where this, this is not for the past. This is not for the fathers who are serving our country. Amen. This is for the fathers who abandoned their homes, their, their kids, don't want to have anything to do with them. Amen. This is geared towards, as they say in the world, a deadbeat father who is who doesn't want to take care of his responsibility. Amen. So that's what this is message is for. It's not geared towards the ones that are doing the right thing. And as you can see in today's in the today's society, as of right now, with the COVID-19 
and with uh, the, the shootings and everything, there needs to be a father in the home. Amen. So if you have watched the sitcom, Good Times, amen, and you see the father, it doesn't matter how hard things got, he never left the house. He never left his, he never abandoned his family. He took care of his family, amen. And so that's what this is for. This is for the fathers that are, are don't want to be a father and they just, they're afraid of being a father, okay? Now, a stepfather is a male who is the husband of a child's mother, and they may form a family unit, but who generally does not have the legal rights and responsibilities of a parent in a relationship to, in relation to the child, okay? Now, fatherhood, fatherhood is not about one day of the year where we have hang, we where we hang out with the men who are fathers, but rather it is about a position and a way of being a job, a lifestyle, or a and a spiritual connection. Okay, now, even though even though uh, you know, the mother may have divorced and she got married and she remarried, so now it's they consider as stepkids. So um so by him being a stepfather, he's still treating him like he's treating he's still treating the kids like if they're their own, amen. And that's what a lot of these kids want, amen. A lot of these kids want even in the foster care, they want a father. They they want a family, amen. So First Corinthians, Second uh, Corinthians six eighteen, I will be a father to you, and you shall be my sons and daughters says the Lord Almighty. Even if you don't have a biological father, God is going to be a father to you. Amen. So we have to understand that fathers in a home is very, very important because the father is the one who uh, has disciplined the kids and make sure they do what they're supposed to do, make sure they do their chores and everything. Okay, so now, in the world, what they call a deadbeat father who doesn't want to have anything to do with the kids, but he helped make the kids. Now, let me tell you this. Any man can help make a baby, but a real man take care of his responsibilities as a father. Let me say that again. Any man can help make a baby. But it's a real man that take care of his responsibilities. Now, if you don't take care of your, your, your responsibility, listen. There may not be some money coming in, but it's going to be some money going out. Amen. You take, care of your, you take care of your responsibilities, you won't end up on child support. You won't end up paying child support. And the state of Florida, they are really tough on child support. I work with some guys um, that um, was on child support. And the government was taking, the government was hitting them hard. I mean, hard. One guy I worked with, I think they was taking like $100, $150 a week out of his paycheck. Another guy I worked with, they was taking like four, five hundred a month out of his
a paycheck. So the state of Florida is really hard on um, child support. So you don't want to end up on child support. Amen. So in the world, they call that a deadbeat father. Amen. So what does fatherless homes produce? As of as as supported by the data below, children from fatherless homes are more likely to be poor, become involved in drugs and alcohol abuse, drop out of school, and suffer from health and emotional problems. Boys are more likely to become involved in crime, and girls are more likely to get become pregnant as teenagers. Amen. So that's why a father in a home is really important to us. We're all over the world. There are homes without a father because the father is neglected to take care of his responsibilities as a father. So only a father can teach a son how to be a man, how to treat a woman. Only a father can do that. But sometimes it is left up to the mother because the father is gone. Now, this is not for the ones to where the father has been, the father passed away when the kids are young. And also, this is not for the ones where the father has been incarcerated. And now that he's been incarcerated, he has life in prison. Amen. But I can tell you this. If at any point that you had a falling out with your father, you need to go, you need to apologize, and you need to ask forgiveness so that God can restore that relationship with you and your father. You only have one father. Don't wait until you see your father in a casket to say goodbye. You need to go ahead and reconcile that now so that you can, re so that the relationship can be restored, so the relationship can be healed. You know, I know sometimes you might, I, I, it's hard for me to talk with my father. But listen, you make you be the bigger man and you go ahead and you call your father or you FaceTime him or however you're going to do it. And you begin, you apologize for not doing what you, you know, doing, you, you, you apologize for not doing what you're supposed to do as a son. So, amen. So, by you doing that, you know, God is going to, God will restore that relationship. Amen. So, let's go to Deuteronomy chapter 16, verse number 11. And rejoice before the Lord your God at the place he will choose as a dwelling for his no, for his name, you, your sons and daughters, your male and female servants, the Levites in your towns, and the foreigners, the fatherless and the widows live among you. Amen. So that's why uh, it's important that we that we do our job as a father to our kids. You know, father, he is the one that disciplines the kids. He is the one that makes sure that they do their chores, they get their homework done. Amen. So that's what it means by being a father. Amen. It's not always you if you you if you always yelling at the kids and accusing them of something, they can't wait till they turn eighteen to get out of the 
your house. And you're going to regret that because, you know, as time goes on and the bigger they get and you don't spend that quality time with your kids, guess what? When they grow older, they're like, you know what? I have never in my life spent some quality time with my father. Now, I can truly say with my dad, when I was little, well, when I was growing up, every time he went fishing, I went fishing. I was I was like his fishing buddy. We went fishing. Amen. We went to uh, football games. Amen. So that's, w- that's what being a father is like. That's what a father is supposed to do uh, with his son. You know, you want your son want to get involved in the sports. Okay, you support your son. You go to every game. You go to every practice. You rearrange your schedule. You want to be there for your son. Amen. Now, I know uh, sometimes you can't always be there because it depends on your work schedule. Sometimes you have to stay late, an extra two hours, and you can't make the practice. But, you know, be there for your child, whether it's a son or daughter, be there for the games, whether they're in football, basketball, soccer, whatever sport it is, you want to support your kid. And those the little things that you do for your child, they're going to remember those things. And later on in life, they go, yeah, I remember the time, yeah, my dad was always there at these basketball games and my practices. He stuck it out. You know, he supported me. So now I thank God for him doing that. Okay? Amen. So our fatherless homes bad. Hmm. Coming from a fatherless home can contribute to a child having more emotional problems, such as anxiety and depression. Fatherless children may start thinking that they are worthless than other children. We have fathers and wonder why their fathers abandon them. Amen. And that's sometimes you you wonder why the fathers abandon them. Now, if you watch that movie Meet the Browns and where um, the mother of three was, was struggling to take care of three kids, but the oldest son, he always took care of his two, his two sisters, which I know the mother was very grateful. Amen. So later on in the movie, okay, later on in the movie, you know, she asked for help, and he kept saying, this ain't my child, this ain't my son, you know, this and that. And that. He, he basically said, listen, I don't want to have anything else to do. This is not my son. But later on, when his son signed a multi-million dollar contract to play pro ball, here he shows up. And the people are like, oh, so what we call that, a gold digger? You know, so he wasn't much of a father to his son, which he said, oh, this ain't my son. I won't have nothing to do with him, you know. And sometimes a child, uh, when, a, when a child hear that, they can feel, I mean, they go in that state of depression, they feel like, why doesn't my father want me? Amen. And that's what fathers do. That was some, that was some fathers do. But you can set the prime example. Say, listen, I'm not going to do what my dad did when I was here. He left us. He abandoned us. He left us, and he left us for another woman, and that relationship didn't work out. She took all his money and everything, so he ended up at a homeless shelter or he ended up at a rooming house. Amen. So by being a father, you take care of your, your responsibilities. In other words, you make sure that the kids do what they're supposed to do. You spend quality time with your kids. 
You don't abandon them. You don't lead a family when things get tough. Financially, spiritually, emotionally, you don't lead. That's what the devil wants. But you stand your ground to listen. I'm not leaving. I'm staying. I'm not going nowhere. I'm staying here. I'm going to take care of these kids. Even if you have to take a, a second job, a, a part-time job, to make sure that your kids have every advantage. Amen. You want to, and, and, and another thing a, a father teaches his kids is how to uh, manage money. You just don't go out and spend, 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 spend. You tell him, listen, you got to learn how to manage your money. You got to make sure that you have a maintain a good speaking score that you pay all your bills on time. So when they run your credit for something, you can get it at a low interest rate with no money down when you go to the car lot. When you apply for a house, you get the very you get the lowest interest rate they have by maintaining a good credit score and paying your bills on time. And in a Christian home, you tell them in a godly home, you tell them and you train them how to tithe every week or every or every paycheck. Amen. So the Bible says that you train up a child in the way that they should go. So when they go old, when they grow older, they won't depart from it. So you train them when they're young. Keep your room clean. Keep your bathroom clean. You know, make sure that, you know, when you go out in public, you make sure that, you know, you're decent. You know, you don't smell bad. You know, you shower every night. And that you see a father, that's what a real father does. He teaches his son how to be well-groomed. You don't want to go out in public or go or, you know, go someplace and, you know, you smell like, I mean, you smell bad, you know. You got to, you know, son, that's what you got to do. You keep, a, keep a good clean shave. Keep a nice good clean haircut. You know, um, make sure that you, you know, you don't go out smelling bad. You, you know, put on some deodorant. Throw on some cologne. You know, now I can tell you right now, funk and cologne don't mix. Because you're still going to smell the funk. So if you're, trying to, if you're trying to spray cologne over the funk, it's not going to work. Amen. Amen. So that's what being a father is. Now, the mother is going to teach the daughter how to um, keep herself well-groomed. A father can't do that, but a lot of times a father has to. If the mother, you know, the mother passed away or the mother just abandoned the home or the mother is just strung out on drugs. Amen. So that's what, that's why having fathers in the home is so important because, you know, you know, the mother can't teach the, the father, the mother can't teach the son how to be a man. But in some cases, if there's no father in the home, then she takes on that responsibility. Now, the father can teach the son how to be a man. Say, listen, you don't go around beating up on women. You don't manipulate women. You don't use women or anything like that. This is what you do. You feed me, take care of your mother. You know, you're going to have some heated arguments, but at the end of the day, y'all love each other. Amen. And I can tell you right now, some, now don't, don't, some ladies, you know, don't, don't mess around. Now, I mean, you try and, you try and destroy a happy home, you know, them Detroit women, they'll cut you. Some Detroit women will cut you. They don't, they don't play about, they, they don't play about their, their families. They don't play about their husbands. They'll cut you in a, they'll cut you in a New York minute. What? Yeah, get back and play. What? <laughs> you coming for my husband? No, no, no. Amen. 
So, and a lot of times, a lot of times, if you being that spiritual, you're the father, you're that spiritual leader in the household, and a lot of times what happens is people, other other people are jealous of what you have. And you're like, oh, God, why we got this? Why we got that? Why the kids doing this? And they're on that. This kid that went off to college, they got a, they got a scholarship and everything. They got a four-year scholarship and everything. Yes, because there was a father in the home to get them to that point. See, a father, you know, a father, he teaches his kids later on to be more uh, sufficient, more independent. Okay, you can't always run to mom and dad when you're in financial trouble. Now, we can give you some advice. We may be able to help you, but we can give you some advice. Okay, what happened? Ah, they cut back on my job. Okay, well, okay, they cut back on your job. Okay, now you go ahead and look for something else. Now, even during, now during this time where, you know, um, with the pandemic, you know, the vaccines are out, so now they're trying to open things back up. There are jobs everywhere. So you don't want to have a lazy husband in the household who doesn't want to do anything but sit there and watch TV and, and lay on the sofa all day long and wait for you to come home to cook dinner and clean the house. No, you don't want a lazy husband. I can tell you that right now. I, my wife will tell you I'm not a lazy husband. She has to tell me to slow down. And I tell her, I'm not slowing down. I got to get this done. That's just me. Amen. I learned that. I learned that from my dad. You know, I learned a lot of things I learned from my dad. Always be on time. Pay your bills on time. Maintain a book. Maintain a good credit score. So when you apply for something, you won't get turned down. They'll say, oh, yes, approved. Amen. So James chapter 1, verse number 27. Pure and undefiled religion before God and the Father is this, to visit orphans and widows in their trouble and to keep oneself unspotted from the world. Amen. So um, having, having a father in the home is a really, really good blessing because you know that even though things happen, things happen, we switch jobs, we, we, have, we have to move, things happen, but the father is always there. Okay, so what percentage of criminals come from single family, single parent homes? High crime neighborhoods are categorized by high. Uh, is categorized by high or, or families abandoned by fathers? State by state analysts by the heritage scholars in indicate that a ten percent increase is the percentage of children living in single-parent homes leads typically to a 17% increase in juvenile crime. Okay, so Psalm chapter 10, verse number 18. To do justice to the fatherless and the oppressed, that the man, that the man of the earth may oppress no more. So having having fathers in a home is really important. Again, it's really important that we have fathers in the home. You need to be a real man. You need to stand up to be a real man. Amen. And I can tell you one thing. 
another man uh, uh, doesn't want to see someone else raise his kids. Amen. Even as a you know, stepfather, a lot of times it's hard to see somebody else raise your kids. Amen. And because you abandoned, you abandoned the home, you left the house, you don't have anything else to do with the kids. You left the house for somebody else or whatever the case. You left the house because, you know, the drugs was more important than your family. Gambling was more important than your family. Yes, drugs and drugs and alcohol and gambling can really destroy a house. Amen. It can destroy a house just like that. Okay. And this is why Father's Day is important. Father Day is a celebration of fathers honoring, honoring fatherhood, parental bounds, and the role fathers play in, soci in society. The third Sunday of June is celebrated as Father's Day in most parts of the world. Father's Day is a celebration of fathers honoring fatherhood, parental, parental bounds, and the role fathers play in society. Amen. So, That's why Father's Day is important. And we can go to 1 Samuel chapter number 20, verse number 2, and I'm going to read it to you in the Amplified. Jonathan said to him, Far from it, you shall not die. My father does nothing important or insignificant without telling me. So why would he hide this this thing from me it is not so so um it's not good to hide things from your father even though you've been a good father in the home it's not good that you hide things uh from your father and it's not good that you hide things from your family you should your 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 kids should be able to come and talk to you about anything anything. If someone is bullying them or someone is touching them inappropriately, they, the first person they should tell, and you know, if they're at school, you know, they need to tell a principal or the assistant principal and tell you or text you or call you or however you're going to do it, however they're going to do it, to let them know, say, hey, this teacher has inappropriately touched me. So you want to make sure that you have that open relationship with your kids. You want to make sure that you have a honest and truthful relationship with your wife and your kids. Amen. So that they can come to you and talk to you about anything. And, you know, some father, like, I don't want to talk about that. You know, go to your mother. I don't want to talk about that. You know, and, and one of the fathers, you know, you that type of fathers where you don't want to talk about things. You don't really care. So you basically sending your son or daughter in the arms of somebody else who cares. Amen. So a lot of times, you know, you have to make that decision, you know, and I can tell you this, you know, um, sometimes you got to make decisions, you know, you know, on, on taking care of your family and not letting someone else come in and disrupt that. See, the devil, he, the enemy, he wants to come in and destroy your family. The Bible says he come to kill, steal, and destroy, but God says he come that you have life and have life more abundantly. 
You want to live that abundant life. You want to make sure that your kids have every advantage of going to college or being successful. Amen. And so that's why you, that's why as a father, when you see that potential in your child, oh, they have the potential to open up their own business. They have that potential to become a doctor. They have that potential of becoming a lawyer. So what, what, what steps, even, even though they're in high school, what steps can we take or can they take any college courses now while they're in high school? So when they go off to college, they already have some college credits in that area, in that field. Amen. I wish I took some college credits. You know, but you have to understand that not everyone is cut out for college. Amen. So you have to do a survey. Say, okay, well, they're not cut out for college. Well, let's see if we can get them in a community college or something like that or some online courses and have them get a full-time job and we just go from there. Amen. So a lot of times you have to sit down with your kids when they're, like, when they're like 16, 17 or, you know, when they're in senior high school. Okay, well, what are your plans, you know, for, you know, after you graduate? What, you know, what, what, you know, what you want to do? Well, I want to go off and I want to serve our country. Okay, fine. You want to go to Army, Navy, Air Force, or Marine. So there's w there's that's where you can tell your child, listen, just go ahead and make a career out of it. Amen. Just make a career out of that. Amen. So. Father Day, Father's Day is a great day to honor your earthly father. But what about the millions of us who don't have a dad? In this, in this devotional, you will be guided on how to navigate Father's Day without having an earthly father of your own. Let's make this, let's make this year Father's Day, one of the best ones that you have had, that you have ever, ex uh, ever experienced. Amen. So now, now being, now with us being, uh, uh, me and my wife being pastors, a lot of times we have spiritual kids which we don't even know. You know, a lot of times, you know, people consider you as a spiritual father. So even if you don't have a earthly father, a lot of times you have a spiritual father or you may have a mentor. Um, you know, you may have someone, a mentor as a father. Amen. So uh, fatherless homes, now this is, this is the effects of fatherless homes. This is why having a good father is very important. 63% of youth will die by suicide. 90% of runaways and homeless children come from fatherless homes. 71% of high school dropouts come from fatherless homes. 85% of the children who show behavior disorders. And lastly, 80% of rapists with anger problems come from fatherless homes. So that's why, you know, having a father in a home, a good father in a home is a true, is a, is a good blessing to have because he can, the father, the father only can teach the son how to be a man, how to treat a woman, 
how to keep a job. You know, you got, you probably have one of those fathers to where they're going every six months, they got a new job. Like, and where do you work at now? Well, I was working over at uh, Crystal, but I, I got tired of the job. I got tired of the manager. So now I'm over here at McDonald's. Okay, so why every six months you, you turn around, you want a new job? See, and that's where, you know, I've learned to be on jobs for long periods of time. I've never been on a job for six months, and then next thing you know, I get another job. No. You teach your, you teach your child to get a good job with benefits so um, when they retire, they can reap the harvest, you know, that sort of thing. A good father in the home is very important because a lot of things um, you can teach your kids which the mother can't. But, you know, the mom, she always going to have her input. She's going to always have her advice. You know, no, we can't. No, no, don't do that. Don't do that. But, you know, a loving, having a loving family where you can come to your father or your mother to talk to them about anything. Anything that's bothering you, if there's somebody bullying you, or whatever the case may be. Amen. So I pray that you were blessed by this message. And again, this was not geared to the fathers that are doing the right thing. This is mostly geared to the ones who abandon their families, who don't want to have kids, uh, didn't want to have kids in the first place. But like I said, you know, it takes two. It takes two to make a baby, but it takes a, it takes a real man take care of his responsibilities and his obligations as a father. Amen. So let's pray. Uh, father, we thank you, Lord God, for this word that you have put in my heart for Father's Day. I know, Father, this wasn't a hoop and a holler message, Father, but we want to thank you for the ones that are going to be blessed by this message. And we thank you for the ones that are doing the right thing. We thank you for the ones that are serving our country. And we give you praise in Jesus' name. Amen. So at this time, at this time, it is offering time. This is where we worship God in our giving. Amen. And you can always, you can go to our website at amenalways.org, or you can text to give at 855-537-1023. Or if you know you, you know you old school, you want to bring your, because the Bible says bring your tithes and offers to the storehouse, you can always come by our office and drop it off. Our office is 2255 Dunn Avenue, building uh, 200, suite 201. Again, you can go to our website at amenalways.org. You can text the gear at 855-537-1023. Or if you one of those persons like, you know, I want to bring my tithes and offerings to the storehouse, you can come by our office, which is 2255 Dunn Avenue, Building 200, Suite 201. So, Father, we thank you, Lord God, for our tithes and our offerings. We thank you, Lord God. We thank you, Father God, to see leave our hand, but it does not leave our heart. We thank you for a hundredfold return. We thank you, Lord God, it says in your word, give and it shall be given unto us. Press down, shaken together, and run over shall men give unto our bosom. And, Father, we thank you and we praise you. In Jesus' name, amen. Uh, I want to say that. I just want to say that um, don't forget this Saturday. This Saturday is our food pantry. So call your family, your friends, your coworkers, your neighbors. Tell them to come on out. We're going to have plenty of food. We have 
we're going to have 11 pallets of food to distribute. So we're on our way. I have to get the actual count. We're on our way to serving 4,000 families with food. So come on out. Our address, again, is 2255 Dunn Avenue, Suite 201. When you come in, you follow the signs. You'll see that we're going to have tents set up, music playing. Just come on out and get your free food. Um, when you come, um, make sure that you have your trunk open and everything so that we can be a tremendous blessing. So we're going to have, <coughs> again, 11 pallets of food to give out this Saturday. Amen. So, Father, we thank you, Lord God, for your word. We thank you, Lord God, as we go out through the week. We thank you. We want to be blessed. We want to be safe. We thank you, Lord God, for everything that you do in our lives. In Jesus' name, amen.